Welcome once again to Devotional. This is Pastor Ariel, and this is the lesson for Tuesday, October 23rd. This is lesson number four. So, now we are transitioning. Yesterday was a bit more punchy. <laughs> because, I mean, especially for me, you have to understand, I grew up in South America, then in Argentina, then in Bolivia, and then in the States. I'm not attached really to any given culture what i've learned to do is to see what i've been taught i didn't learn but i believe what god taught me is to see the beauty in every culture in every nation in every person and so when when i began to experience that and then i hung out some of with some individuals that were argentinians they began to make fun of other people the way they pronounce certain words in spanish and it made me angry that was to me evidence that I've been converted. When I didn't join in in the making fun of other people because of the way they dressed, their language, or their food, um, I, did, I no longer bought into this propaganda that my national food is the best food in the world. There's some Argentinian foods that, yes, they were tasty, empanadas, pasta floras, yes, yummy. But man, I've tasted things from Filipinos, I've tasted food from Thailand, I've tasted food from Ethiopia, I've tasted food from America that is also just as tasty. So, I, I no longer want us as Christians to allow these little subtle things like I said yesterday you know, on, on Saturday's lesson about that vase that boss that, that got broken I really don't know I think it's boss um, that was shattered is those little pieces it's those little pieces those shards that really give evidence that something is broken and it is those little subtle comments that reveal that we're not really united that you may not be part of the solution of unity because of ideas that you may still hold um, that are founded upon pride. And culture can certainly mask itself and say, well, you know, I am Italian and who does not love pizza? I love pizza, but I love Jesus more than pizza and so should you. So anyways, enough of that. <laughs> you can tell that that's a passionate subject of mine because I have seen it with Hispanics and I've seen it in every culture every culture needs to repent of its ethnic cultural pride and embrace the cross uh, what is the the key we, we read that in the lesson right the key to unity and we see it um in this lesson today's lesson there's a lot of things here the seven elements that unite believers you need to look at that the seven elements that unite believers i'm not going to tell you what it is it's in the lesson so click on the links, go to the website, or download the app and study this lesson so you can figure out what are these seven elements that unite believers. What I want to talk about is the precursors to these seven elements. And there's, there are five. The five precursors to the seven elements. And uh, they're found in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 and 3. And they are as follows. Humility, gentleness, patience, tolerance, and diligence. Paul says to engage all of these three attributes, these action words of humility, gentleness, patience, tolerance, and diligence um, to maintain, sustain, create, foment unity. What is humility? What is gentleness? What is patience, tolerance, and diligence? I think humility, you, you and I can get a pretty good grasp. Gentleness, we understand. But you know, there's a, here two words that in the New American Standard was tolerance. And in the NIV, New King James was bearing in love. Tolerance was translated bearing in love. And when I went to the Greek, it was actually patience for the long haul, for the long term. Long term patience. Patience that you can understand why in some other translations like the King James, it would translate it as long suffering. 
and tolerance is followed by pa is fo uh, follows patience. And patience, the way that when I looked at the uh, uh, Mounce's um, lexicon, it, it translated it as uh, enduring evil, enduring evil, and patience and tolerance are, are kind of meshed together. The 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 they're needed because one thing is to endure evil for five minutes or for a day and this enduring is not tolerating as like you know I'm seeing someone getting punched and I'm just going to be patient about it that's not the kind of enduring evil is evil towards me it's lies and gossip and misunderstandings towards me um, enduring evil needs to go together with the bearing long with each other because it takes time for people sometimes to change. And unity requires that. Remember how we talked about in Saturday afternoon that the price for unity is sacrifice, the sacrifice of love? And in, in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul tells us that love is long-suffering. It's the very first quality that uh, Paul describes, and it, it embraces this. If you want unity in the Christian church, there are times that you yourself may not be aware you're hurting someone and someone will tell you your attitudes or your words are hurting me and you'll be like what are you talking about well that's when you require patience and tolerance or um, long suffering because this is obviously not going to be a journey that will take five minutes and the person's going to say oh you know what i'm sorry i see your point i'm never going to do it again even after people see that they're wrong habits are hard to break gossip habits are hard to break misunderstandings and truly seeing the other person for who they really are that requires time which for me you know god is not asking us to do something he has not been willing to do himself this whole fragmentation this vase of unity in the universe was broken and the only way to put it back was with time i don't know if you've ever tried to put back anything that was made out of glass and try to put it together or simply try to pick up the broken pieces you're likely to get cut and God put his hands on this broken universe, our broken planet, broken humanity, and he got cut. He bled. He knew that that was the price for unity. And it was a long-term sacrifice. I mean, my uh, one of my elders, John Tromley, and I were, were thinking about, you know, when we, we even in our own lifetime, you know, we, we have an illness or a member with a chronic illness and it lasts 30, 40, 50 years. Wow, I mean, that's, that takes endurance. And it does. It, it takes fortitude and it takes sacrifice. It does. But it's only 40, 50, 60 years. God has been enduring this brokenness of sin for millennia. Seeing how it has affected you, seeing how it has affected the first human family on the planet, and all the shards, the breaking, the shatterings that have been happening all throughout history. God has been bearing long. And it will not be any different as far as the price of unity, of what it will take for unity to exist in your family, in the church, in, in our communities. The peace seekers are individuals that are willing to do this loving self-sacrifice on a long-term basis. No unity will ever be achieved in five minutes. Church unity will never be sustained by having a one-hour meeting once a month. No church unity can ever be experienced by worshiping only for 30 minutes or 45 minutes on the weekend. That is not how church unity is created, fomented, sustained, and maintained. It is by a continual willingness to sacrifice by love, to endure uh, 
words to be willing to forgive 70 times 7 you know forgiving hurts because you are a forfeiting your rights for justice or vindication or whatever and you're just going to let it go all of that are the prerequisites the requirements for unity and i'm going to leave for you to study the seven elements that unite believers but before you study those you need to see the precursors humility gentleness patience and tolerance the willingness to endure and endure in the long term don't be discouraged because you are not being asked to do something that god has not already done with you and i with you look back at your past how patient has god been with you and your stubbornness and your misunderstanding of his will and his path and plans for your life and yet how long has god waited for you certainly he will empower you to wait and endure so that you can experience the blessing of unity in your marriage in your family in your home and in your church